Thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Kareem Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we have returned for episode 121. Welcome hey, back, yeah, everyone. Welcome back. Yes, sir. So, yeah, man. You been doing anything interesting this week? Yeah, I caught um I caught up on WandaVision, and I also um mm. saw this pretty cool uh, uh Is anime. the finale out? Say again? Is the finale of WandaVision out? Nah, oh, it's only okay. up to episode seven. <clears throat> seven, okay. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be ten, right? Or does uh, it feel like ten or eight? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was eight. Okay. I, th- I thought the next one was the last one. So. Hey, I hope so, man, because I'm ready to catch back up because I'm, I'm, I stopped on five. So I have a nice catching up to do. Yeah, yeah. It's, and they're only, what, 30-minute episodes, right? Yeah, 30 yeah. to 30, 30 to 38 minutes. I think that's the longest one. Yeah, I, I did like that trend that I had noticed the past couple of years of these um these digitally released TV shows. Just taking a couple extra minutes, you know, just tell the whole story. You know, take, yeah. take your extra time. Nobody minds. You know, you know what, what I'm mean? saying? That's the beauty of not no having to deal with whatever. fucking commercials. You can just make the story organically. You don't have to cut it at specific moments to put these weird ass inorganic pauses in the middle of the story. But to be honest, it's probably only like inconvenient for us because... um. Right, that's who's important though yeah but it's easy no 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 it's definitely more difficult for the um for the writer for sure you think so because Absolutely. i mean that gives you a format and you just got to write into the format at that point no but you can always create the format no one's binding you for to sure, a format yeah. other than the advertising people yeah yeah and, really? and that's just a time format really but yeah but i mean cool it's uh i i am glad to see that the the episodes take their time you know yeah yeah i fucks with him you know i'm saying and these last two ones were were pretty lit. Ends ends off on a pretty dope note. I okay, so it. we'll we'll chat about that when we can uh, when we can have the whole discussion. Cause oh. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I got you. Um, I also I also caught Red Line, which was it was a pretty um funny movie. Uh, I've heard of that. It's basically Death Race the anime. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's I mean it is what it is. The story behind it is um. I did see something for that. I did see a, a, a preview trailer for that. Probably, yeah. The dude with ridiculous pompadour. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. It, it was not. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like spectacular or anything. But it was. It was. It, it was pretty. Really, if it's well animated, I can deal with a lot. <laughs> it was amazing. It, the animation was fucking stellar. It kind of reminded me a lot of um, a little bit of uh, uh the heavy metals a little bit, kind of okay. like that same vein. How it's like ridiculous aliens and shit like that, mm-hmm. and just sort of like humans in the background. But this one was really, it was. It's actually kind of funny just because of how absurd Robo World is. But this, basically, the story of this one is Death Race is taking place on a world called Robo World, which is where um, <laughs> humans have moved away from Earth and they have settled on Robo World, and those humans are like cyborg extremists, essentially. Oh, and so they're like, "Yo, um, you can't bring." Uh, uh, you can't bring Red Line to Robo World because it's a direct violation of our rights, and you're infringing on our planet. And anybody who steps foot on Robo World supporting Red Line is is fucking starting war with Robo World. Feel wow, okay. yeah, they're fucking extremists. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. they're nuts. So turn up is very real. Absolutely, zero to one hundred. And it's pretty funny because they had. <laughs> They had a bioweapon called Funky Boy. Mm. And Funky Boy is like, um, it's like the energy version of Tetsuo's final form from fucking Akira. 
it's the big it's, baby thing. It's yes, it's a giant fucking uh energy baby that just yeah, that they had to nuke from space and it still didn't kill it. it the movie's just ridiculous, but I I'm actually, that that's very intriguing. I'm telling you, if if you're like and the animation's really really good too. And the, the story's not too bad. It's just not like revolution. It's kind of as you would expect for this one, right? Well, I think heavy metal was a very apt description. That's the same way heavy metal was. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I love those movies. I haven't seen them shits in ages. I know. But yeah, that's pretty much the only the only couple things I caught. I know, man. I haven't been able to watch too much uh, lately because my computer took a poop on me. Oh, it sucks. My gra- actually, the graphics card went, and unfortunately... That computer, I made this computer, uh, I custom built it in 2012. So that motherboard is very old. Yeah, and that they, technology probably. Yeah, they are not, not, they in are not really putting anywhere. out graphics cards for that motherboard yeah. anymore. So it, that that that's unfortunately the, the danger you run with an older rig is that any part that goes could be. It's like an old human, you know, like yeah. could be your hit, but that could be your life. Yeah. <laughs> that could be it. You got to the, the one you, that puts you in the hole. If you don't want the final day to come, you definitely got to upgrade him like every four to six years. Yeah, and then at, at the some latest. point you have to upgrade the motherboard altogether because I would say, how long do you think the lifespan of a motherboard build is? Like six years um, before they stop really making pieces. Probably, that, yeah, that fit for it. Yeah, but after a certain point, it doesn't really matter anyway. You know what I mean? Because if you have your shit on your hard drive, it's it, the technology gets so cheap and it's so good that. You can, you, there's always like a special day that you can use to kind of revive your computer for really, really cheap. And honestly, this is one of the benefits, even though it's one of the things I probably fear the most about this movement to mostly cloud-based um, services and technologies and interfaces, because like we, like I didn't miss a beat with the pod, like whether it was, you know, getting the the episodes like oh, we have all the episodes stored in the cloud we have you know i can access anchor from any computer you know what i mean and so from any computer i can access those files and so i can put them together to to publish an episode you know without having any dedicated set of hardware for that and so i do i do appreciate that that is a very useful thing you know to be able to do Definitely. with your with, with your technology um, it also gives them full access to everything that we do. But yeah, I mean, I hind shit. I mean, we're, we're literally putting this out in the public. So it's such like, is the nature of the beast when you're using their system, right? Absolutely. It's a little yeah. bit of give and take. Indeed. And so, yeah, you know, there's that. But I do have to figure out what I'm about to do for a desktop solution. So I do have my laptop, you know, shout out for uh, to the hookup. But um, I definitely going to have to figure out what I want to do about that because, you know, this opens up some new horizons, you know, new, new PC is always fun. It's like, uh, it's like a, it's like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's as impactful as a new car, but it could be as in depth and involved as it (laughs) for sure. Not in terms of the purchase. I'm talking about the the interaction. (laughs) The purchase is clearly way easier than a car. (laughs) I'm not spending, you know, a couple grand on it, but. (laughs) <laughs> nonetheless the interaction could be very uh intimate you might say because there's a lot you got to do on a new pc i mean you could be setting up a new pc for a good day or two you know what i mean yeah so yeah i look forward to that experience again and then the whole the whole act of pc building is it, it's gotten a lot better because i mean i've been building pcs since 99 you know so after 22 years it's changed a lot a lot a lot 
And so, yeah, it's gotten a way easier. Like, there's this website. Was it PC Part Picker? That I think is extreme. Um, something like that. Or PC Builder. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And it, and what it mainly does is it helps you with the compatibility of your parts. And I, it's not a paid advertisement or anything. So, um, <laughs> I'm not really, you know, putting too much info out there for them. But it is very useful to use these tools when you're coming, when you're trying to be like a, a consumer making a custom PC. Because it's really easy to fuck that up. Absolutely. Very easy. I have a motherboard that doesn't fit. I'm sorry. No. I have a, I have a, um, two sticks of RAM that don't fit because uh, they look like they were PCI Express slots, but I guess they're not. There's a, there's <laughs> one, it looks very similar to PCI Express, but the little notch is just, uh, just a little, just a few, like a it half inch away. It makes you almost want to just like, yo, can I just cut this fucking notch? Because I, I, I've definitely <laughs> run into that part before, that problem before where like you have a part and the, and the reason why it doesn't fit fit seems kind of superfluous like it's like a notch somewhere and it's like yo what is this notch here for nah, I've, i learned that lesson i learned that 300 lesson with a with a with a processor Ooh, once that was it that was the only time i ever needed to learn that a bad lesson. one to try that way. and then the dude was like oh no you see right here this is arrow you match this arrow with that arrow and then it just sits flush see i would just sits like that and i was like that's why it wasn't going on there yeah and he's like you see how you bent all of these things yeah we can't return that can't, can't return that and i was like Lesson learned. But it's really dope. Like, it's pretty much all plug and play. You really can't fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's all plug and play. I definitely noticed that um, Homeboy Jeff was building a PC uh, a few years ago. And, he, yeah, I noticed that about a lot of the things that he was using. Like, mm -hmm. they fit. The, you know, these motherboards are made for <laughs> for uh, modular for a reason. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Pretty nice. So, I'm looking forward to embarking on that journey. Um, so, I haven't really been watching too much but i uh man dragon quest 11 man honestly it's definitely it's cleanly in my top five nice. possibly in my top three rpgs of all time it's a great game it really is like i have to give it to them they crafted a masterful uh work of art and they did a great job of balancing um difficulty and simplicity because uh, you'll notice like there there's no like overly complicated like towns the towns have maybe six or seven buildings, you know what I mean? And they're very, like, formulaic. You know, they'll always have, like, the inn, the weapons shop, the that's, items. That's kind of all you, know you what need I mean? anyway. And all the other buildings were just, like, yeah. red herrings for you to wa waste time walking into. And so they got rid of all of it, honestly, because it's not only does it waste your time, it wastes their time making Hell it. yeah. And so they Using got rid of all resources. that fluff. You know, a lot of times, if you want to get to the castle, you can enter a town and run straight, and it'll take <laughs> you straight through the town into the castle. And, and so they got rid of a lot of the, you know, excess running around. But that doesn't stop them from still having some pretty complex puzzles and pretty much like you got to use the camera and rotate it to find things in the world. You nice. know what I mean? Like they've used the nuance of the game itself to add some complexity. You know, the, the fights, you know, they have a couple of gauntlets that they set up for you, which causes you to have to develop your whole party. Um, like, they just, the game is designed for you to have fun. You know what I mean? Like, nothing, even this parts that are grindy, even the gambling mini game, and even all the other side mini games you have to do to get special items, none of them are overly difficult. They all present a decent challenge. Like, you're not just going to, you know as i said press forward through them but you know 
you'll 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 spend a decent amount of time like it's so it, it because of how how stark the contrast is between a game like dragon quest and a game like let's say um mass effect andromeda that was made to be a cash grab you know what i mean like it, it it's so refreshing that to play games that are made for you to enjoy them like they really wanted you to enjoy this game Definitely. and they made it hard enough to where you know you'll you'll struggle a little bit but you'll never struggle too much and you'll look around a lot but you'll never get too lost you know what i mean like it's it's really well balanced like that and so i appreciate them a lot for that gosh man dragon quest 11 man such an evolution because the last one that i played was dragon quest 8 because i believe <laughs> 9 was on 3ds 10 was an mmo in in japan and then they came out with 11 and 8 was really good it was a really good just solid um rpg as well it did have some of the monster hunters i mean not the monster uh, the dragon quest stuff that i like a little bit less like the monster catching but for overall that was just a side you know that wasn't like a, a mainstay of the game you didn't have to do that okay so yeah it was really it was a, a really solid rpg experience in and of itself and just to see the progress from there to here man and the game is like it's easily even on like a decently quick run through it's solidly 100 hours nice like easily without like you know fucking around with all the side shit and stuff like that it's a long story you know what i mean and about halfway through about 50 hours in you beat what you think is the main campaign and and so this is something that that i that i kind of was wondering about because i mean and this is just a personal thing like obviously whatever the game developer designs the game as is what they expect it as but i it it builds itself as having a new game plus mode but it feels like the new game plus mode is just an extension of the story nice. because that's pretty dope. The new game plus starts when you go back in time in the normal story. And then the whole storyline changes from that point because you go back and you wreck all the niggas that have been wrecking you. And so you <laughs> fix all this stuff. And so it's like a, kind of like, like you, this is, this, this is feels like the story you wanted to play through. You know what right. I mean? It feels like more of a continuation. Yeah. But it's it's built as the new game plus. But I've been playing through that, and so yeah, you'll get fifty solid hours of gameplay, and then the quote unquote new game plus is easily another fifty hours, and it's all new story content for the most part. So you know, it, it's a really really like well made game. You know, kudos, hats off to um. Oh, I forgot who developed that game. Fucking Square, man. That's that's yeah. Oh, the Square. <laughs> Which yeah. said? Fucking track record. The companies that make good games make good games. They may stumble and fall, but making good games is what they do. Indeed, indeed. So yeah, that's all I've been really doing. Um, on the side, hopefully, uh, I'll be coming with some new, uh, some news of the new hotness on the new rig <laughs> at some point in the future, eventually, though. But yeah, um, in the news, and so we'll keep it on the gaming tip. So, dude. Uh, another mobile title has bit the dust. The Kingdom Hearts Cross or Union Cross title has decided to close their doors in 2021, and I, I'm glad. I hope the rest of these these mobile titles get the hint. And well, I don't think they're going to get the hint because they're Definitely. still massively profitable. Yeah, <laughs> but um, this one, people just stop playing this one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm wondering when. 
when the rest of it's going to dry up because Kingdom Hearts was a, is a really good IP and they had solid um game development on it. So I'm wondering if it's if it's a trend, you know, that these games are eventually going to start to to lose uh patronage as just get old and iterative like they're really like these games nah, are really I don't just think so, man. reskinning their shit yeah. giving it back to them EA has been doing that shit since EA started and EA yeah. still going strong do you think that the the fantasy genre of fans are the same as sports fans um as far as um it's, really it's not about the fans been, right it's about the psychology that the game makers are exploiting right it's it's you not. Think they share the psychology though. Absolutely, the shit that EA is doing okay. for a sports game, remaking the same thing over and over. It's the same thing that Marvel Future Fight was doing. It's the Marvel Future Fight is the same game. So you're saying it's not. It has nothing to do with the demographic. If they're exploiting a human behavior. Yeah, it's it's the whole gambling thing that they're going after. It's just that particular skin of the Kingdom Hearts. It was probably just losing. There hasn't been any new Kingdom Hearts content. Before in, it was easy enough to just and and you could see it in the gambling like your example like. You could just take a flashy IP and you put it on the gambling system, and ta-da, you have your your slot machine. Um, and that used to be enough to get people to do it, but now that's not enough anymore. And so I'm wondering if, you know, it's just a matter of time until they burn out. Because it's not like I think it's not like such the, is the case for specific titles. Because they have the sports games have a have a much stronger marketing scheme in society than I think just general like fantasy games do. So I think that they can support, you know, EA can do that and, and support themselves because they are they are perpetually throwing images at uh, at you. Right. That and that's why I, I think it while it may work for like specific I don't think it's going to work for the entire oh, okay. system. You and, feel and me? I, I agree. Okay. For that's I why I was saying specifically idea. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. hasn't put out anything new Specifically mm-hmm. related to Kingdom Hearts since Kingdom Hearts dropped um uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Uh, I mean they dropped a, a, a um like a like a music version of the game. But yeah, that's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. They haven't had any new content, so there's nothing mm-hmm. to keep that thing going. <clears throat> so as long as the IP keeps on correct, keeps fresh, then correct. Okay, you I see what you're saying. No, because all those point. games that have been the same since they and mm. they they may dip up and down in revenue, but more or less like. Damn. That makes Final not Fantasy going the cash cow, baby. You could you could monetize those mobile titles ad infinitum because yep. as games, long as you're putting yeah, in new characters into IP. the IP, then mm-hmm. it'll give people a, like you got to give them new shit to to keep them going. You See, feel they're me? good at a lot of things. With not EA, just good games. it's built in because every new year there's yeah. new rosters, mm-hmm. new people, and mm-hmm. shit like that. So it's if, iterative. It's easy. Yeah. If you can't maintain that for your game, then yeah, your shit will die. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and I, I I didn't see that angle that it was it was about the brand support. You know, if you can't, yes, you can't just slap a, an IP on a slot machine anymore. But if you keep the brand support, you can. Yep. You know, really? it, it, it's possible. You know, um, back when I uh, a few months before I quit, um, Marvel Future Flight, I remember uh, Cynic Alex, the YouTuber who I used to follow for, he referred to it as um, uh, Barbie's Playhouse because he was like, <laughs> "You guys aren't adding any new content. You're just adding a new Barbie, and you're giving me new shit to put on my Barbie. Yeah. But I have no new things to do with this mm-hmm. character." Yeah, the so, you know, and and this is something that I think that uh, toy makers a long time ago kind of got is that if mm-hmm. you target children, those children are going to grow, and that's your audience. And new audiences are kind of hard to hit with because new kids don't always like what the old kids like, and so some IPs will stick around, but a lot more IPs don't. Yep. And so if you're gonna do it, you got to kind of grow the toys with the kids. Mm-hmm. So after a while, your GI Joe's got to get a little bit. 
Building. You know what I mean? They went from the dolls to the smaller ones that are more articulated. You know what I mean? Like have more have That's more why stuff Batman to do with got it. So many outfits, son. You know what I mean? Like the smaller guys could now have vehicles because they mm-hmm. were small enough to have toys to go in you know what i mean so like you're right absolutely they don't grow with the these games and that's my main gripe is that there's no new mechanics like don't give me art assets give me like mechanics and ways to play the game anew well and that the and thing that's is, what I you gotta know think. what you're getting into before you get into that True. you feel me there are some Unless people that will give art. you that every time mm-hmm. and there's some people who just want that who which is cool you know i don't like it. but yeah the, you know because you know there does take time and effort to make that art but yeah, nonetheless, uh, just watching another mobile uh, title go under had me thinking about, like, ugh. you know, I'm always looking for signs. You know, if it's anything that <laughs> I can prognosticate about. That but false um, hope of yours that somehow greed is going to stop being prevalent in mankind. No, no, no I'm, I don't think this greed is going to go away. I'm just hoping that this stops becoming profitable. Because that's... <laughs> Well, no, it's easy for this to not be profitable anymore. Like, I mean, I that, like you know, any if if human God psychology forbid, were to change it, and they stopped exploiting the psychology, then yes, it no, would no, no, be no. But I'm saying like it could become less profitable be- because you know they might get regulated, like gambling systems. So, like, remember, True. you remember that is possible. online poker? Online poker was the shit until it wasn't. You know what I mean? It was making billions. Them. But then, remember, you know, we we were talking about them with the with the lawsuits and stuff like ages ago. You feel me? And that's been stymied. We haven't heard anything new on that. No, with the lawsuits, yeah. No, they're, they're, it's just that it's moving. It's just the courts. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna, it's, there's a reason why there's like three months between any time we, we report on anything on that. It's because it's moving through courts. And it's moving through international courts. So, yeah, it's going to move slow. But the progress has been there. But, of course, as I said, it's just at a snail's pace. Because, you know, the UK, Poland, um, a lot of these European countries are starting to, to move against loot boxes. And so that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Like that could just very quickly make these games no longer profitable. But that's you know, as that's Europe. You know, it'd have to hit like the Chinese market and then the American market and the Japanese market, and then they'd be like, "All right, fuck this." Yeah, <laughs> and all those, those people would have to agree to forego all that money. And then we well, have no, no, to no. hope that nothing not nefarious people, goes it's, it's on not, in that whole time too. It's not about people too. foregoing money. It's about the government actually doing their job. And in some places, yeah, exactly. And that's why my second part yeah. was that you also have to hope that no one does anything nefarious in the background mm-hmm. to circumvent that the, at the same time. Yeah, I mean, they, they could try. I, I think that I think that the the um, writings on the wall with the way that uh, online poker got got dealt with because it's a very similar and in on a lot of cases it's it it. What what messed up online poker was the massive amounts of money being transferred, and that's what I think they're actually going to end up regulating with these games. And then that's what's, you know, if microtransactions, if you had to actually, if they were being taxed on their microtransactions, which would be like a regulatory response to to what they're doing, that might just kill their business model. You know what I mean? Because they might not be able to pass that that tax on to the to the consumer. And so those those are the kind of things that. I, I, I kind of look for when I see things like this. But I mean, yes, I, I guess that's hope, I guess. But that's technically how the system's supposed to work. So, I you know, I, 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 I guess I'm hopeful that the system works. And it has before, though. It has before, especially in the case of this, uh, of some of the other uh, online entities that have been regulated. But yeah, beyond in, that. In the words mm-hmm. of Brock, even a blind pig shits up a truffle every now and then. They have a whole truffle. <laughs> he didn't even chew that thing. God damn. <laughs> uh, moving on to other uh, gaming news. Um, so 
the CEO of GameStop decided I was, was it Steve Billings, I think his name is. I want to say Steve Billings decided uh, I'm going to take this three million dollar bonus and I'm out this Yo, bitch. What is nigga? This is your problem now, son. But see, and that's wild because to me, just from the outside looking in, and as we've already established, like 30 seconds ago, I'm very optimistic. A lot of times, maybe unto- uh, unduly, but if if you're in a company that's already at the bottom, like. GameStop is pretty, you can't really go any lower other outside of closing, right? Like, it's it's as bad as it's going to get. It's at the bottom of its market. It has no real saleable nowhere to go resources. But <clears throat> it's got nowhere to go but up. It instant. It has just had a windfall of investor cash come in with no expectations. Because these people <laughs> did not invest in GameStop accepting GameStop to change or do better. They invested in GameStop to say fuck you to some other guys. And so, as a CEO... I don't even I don't understand how he sees this as the optimal time to leave when it's like, dude, you could do anything, man. You could do anything. You could do anything right now. If you fuck it up even worse, guess what? You could blame it on the fact that it, you know, it was already on its way down. If you do something great, you could take all the credit like you're the boss. I mean, I feel you, but what if you just don't want to deal with that? True. True. Because you will look like a dipshit. If you fucking feel because like Family, I'm saying, I'm not yo, trying to clean this shit up the hell and 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 I'm I'm still hardlining it even though I know I'm literally probably the only person that you'll ever hear on the internet say this, but there is a saleable model in GameStop somewhere. Definitely, there is a saleable model for having that many brick and mortar locations, given the how prolific video games are. Mm-hmm. It's just you gotta switch up what you're like. Obviously. If your mainstay is is used games, you're fucked. <laughs> Digital games is putting you out of yeah, business. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I get that. And if you Absolutely. think that a company as big as GameStop is literally only capable of doing one thing and that's selling used games, then I'm sorry for your lack of imagination. Not you. I'm just saying in general. Because just people, nobody, I've never heard anyone ever stop and say, well, is there another sellable business model in GameStop since they have all of this money now? Like, if you have all of these resources at hand, Already, because you you were a business, you were doing business, and then you just got a windfall of investor capital. How do you? What? You don't have to request the 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 funds to restructure anymore. They just gave it to you with no expectations. Just do something. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, man. I just they're clearly part of this too big to fail model. You know that's why they were being uh, short sailed so much because everyone know you can short sail it into the infinity because they're too big of a company they'll to never just outright fail. Go they'll keep yeah, getting bailouts. Yeah. They'll keep getting funds. And so they're the perfect like um blood bag. You know what I mean? Like in mm-hmm. Mad Max, you know what I mean? Capitalists just take a fucking zombie company like that, stick it on the front of their car and run that bitch till, you know, something happens and the car explodes. Or they take it into Valhalla, one of the two. But um <laughs> No, it's like God, Chrome. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Yo, the people who made Mad Max had to have been doing Fucking so much wild, drugs, bro. bro. That's <laughs> so much drugs, bro. But uh, it was wild. Yeah, no. Um, there's a saleable game model model for in GameStop that they can implement that they only needed money and vision for, and they have the money. And they just got nothing but nobody with vision. And that just shows you the failings of our CEO class. Yep. The CEO class of America is just showing how fucking terrible and failures they are. GameStop is GameStop is so emblematic of America on so many levels. 
GameStop is America. Games like GameStop is everything that is current, contemporary, modern America. Maybe not what it was back then, but back then it was nothing but you know slavery and Jim Crow. Today though, they have crystallized that into GameStop, <laughs> and that and, and that's that's crazy. Like the story that that story is an interesting story. It's not it's not a it's not a good history to build off of, but it's an interesting story for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I just I really. I, I I really want to see what happens to GameStop because there's so much that can be done there, man. And it is it is the perfect representation of the failings of the finance industry to do anything productive. Finance industry is incapable of productive output at all, which is why I refuse to give financiers 50%. I refuse. And I would never do business with anyone who is doing financing for 50%. That means that you are exploitative and you have no interest in actually seeing the prospering of this business. If you think that finance is worth 50%, like, and it sucks because I see so many of my peers who, well, it was more mostly when we were younger, who would go into business, quote unquote business, but like arrangements with people and, and, and the financiers taking 50%. I'm like, you know, that that's not, that's like, that's like loan shark shit, man. Like that's not a, a that's not a workable business model. You know, finance never gets that much. And now look at our finance industry. It's literally like a big cancerous tumor on our, whole, on our economy. Like it, it, it is drawing out all of the productive value and just becoming this big bulbous mass that does nothing productive. It feeds nothing back into the body of this country, the, the, the people. Our finance industry does not benefit any of us. It doesn't even, and that's the funny part is like, it doesn't really, like, how much better. Can Jeff Bezos's life be than yours? Like, I would really like to know. Like, as a human experiencing all the finest things, how much better can that be than living comfortably and well and being happy? Because I'm pretty sure that the happiness is the same. All that shit that that you're you doing to achieve it might look different, but a happy person and a and a happy Jeff Bezos are experiencing the same fucking thing. I promise. Sounds like some shit that some niggas never been a yacht would say. But I mean, and that's the funny part is like I've done some pretty I've done some pretty extravagant shit. You know what I mean? Like I've eaten a four hundred and fifty dollar steak. Like just a steak that was worth four hundred and fifty dollars. Like I've had, you know what I mean, a hundred and fifty dollar shot before. Like I've done some decadent shit. You know what I mean? Not crazy, crazy. I'm not like a ball or anything. It's not like I I, I live in that world. But I've experienced it. And honestly, I'm good. I'm good. None of that was good enough to make me like want to drop everything in my life so that I can make enough money to experience that again. Like, nah, B. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I just it it it, it, it it's wild. Like there's got to be there's got to, you know, there's got to be a point in where people are like, "All right, cool. But why do we care so much about all of that excess?" You know what I mean? Like that love of money in our society is becoming cancerous and it's like literally being manifest in our finance industry you know like and and it's not generating any more positive outcomes for people that's my main thing it's like well i mean if it was like really doing good then i'd be like all right man i really can't argue with it because it's like fixing all the world's problems but it's really not it sure as hell likes to put a veneer on itself like it is. You know what I mean? Like, they, they they love to put charity all over the world, mostly in the hands of people who don't need it. But 
they they sure as hell ain't actually helping the world for all the money that our finance industry generates. But yeah, moving on from that, in some entertainment news, man, and 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 for all the vitriol that I have for for Kanye West, I never want to hate on a man who's gone through a divorce, and so. I, I I wanted to 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 shoot my man some positive energy because that that sucks, and then on top of that to go through a divorce with as much money as he has, it's just got to be an entanglement. You know what I mean? Especially because I don't know how much of the money that he has is actual. Don't like, worry, they definitely money. got a prenup. Yeah, they had to. Look. Neither one of there's no way Chris Jenner would allow any of uh. uh Kim Kardashian's marriage to go down without a prenup. But you don't think that... I, I hope that it goes down smooth for sure. Um, but prenup, even with a prenup, look I mean, at Dr. Dre, you know? You're talking about go down smooth. This is Kanye West that has personality issues. I Talk know. about smooth. You feel I, like, I mean, it's not about the paperwork. It's about smooth. the personality yeah. of the people involved in the breakup. I hope that the legal end goes smooth. Because clearly, you know, well, not clearly, but... Kanye is capable of wilding out in yeah. the public sphere. And the sure. funny thing is, neither one of them needs the other's money. So No. Well, I think that they kind of, they benefited. They didn't need it, but they benefited. Well, that's the whole point is to benefit. But Yeah. Um, they both, and, and see, this is a situation I, I meant that where to say I think as that there's no a, reason why either one would, should ever want to stiff the other one for anything. No, I, I agree. Which is generally, um, which is... Uh, yeah, I and this doesn't seem like one of those see, um, spiteful breakups either, where they just want to go scorch. No, earth I think on the that they side. were generally growing apart for sure. Oh um, yeah, that shit that my nigga was doing was straining the relationship for show. Yeah, um, my thing is is that I think that in any more so than in any other situation that I've seen, they both are could have a valid claim to being responsible for aiding the other's career. Oh yeah. That's, now I'm not saying that they're accurate. responsible for the other's career. I'm not saying that Kim is responsible for Kanye in any way. But yeah, they spend enough time versa. together to be like, yes, you guys influence each other's careers. And, and so that is where I think it might get sticky because outside of the prenup, where they where they they are where they're able to keep what they had before they came into the relationship, there there could be a discussion to be had about. Do they have rights to anything in each other's IP uh, post the relationship because of how integrally intertwined their public personas are and how integrally intertwined their public persona is with their brand? Now, that's just my opinion. I'm just throwing that out there. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to hate on nobody. No, I see what you're saying. That's a matter for people who are paid to know yes, about those specific Purely laws, gossip corner. Oh, man. But yeah, you know, and and and... Outside of just that, though, um, come back, Kanye. Come back. You you getting out of the grasp of the Jenners? Can can you you, you come yeah. back, Kanye? You, you think they're the one that sent him down the down the fucking rabbit hole? No, 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 no. I think that they created an unhealthy environment for him to continue to to spiral down. Though it's like you know, it's like one thing about being depressed and then having healthy people around you try to bring you out of that, and it's another thing about being depressed and having other people around you who may be well-intentioned but are very not well-versed in human interaction. I mean, I feel you. I don't know. You, you're always on, like, the whole... You're, you're always feeling super sorry for people and shit. <laughs> wow, I'm just trying to be human. Like, I've shot enough vitriol on this thing. I'm trying to be human and show Look my man some sympathy. Here. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. I want to see Kanye come Selective back. Selective fucking sympathy. 
Good luck, Kanye. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that uh, the Jenners had nothing to do with Sunday services. You feel me? Had nothing I'm to do. Pretty with sure it. he had nothing Even to do with it. He, I'm he's pretty selling sure that shit. I'm, he's selling that shit. People are loving that shit. Of course they do. What if people have, What if people ever shied away from blasphemy? People love fucking blasphemy, dude. What are you talking about, bro? But um, and so he might actually be really on that wave because when it comes to the pop culture wave, I think that. I think that Kanye hasn't really he's been so detached post fame from society that he can't make the kind of cool pop culture references that he was before. And so in realizing that in, in realizing that this whole uh being a vampire to these young niggas energy and then doing songs with Lil Pump and all of these whack ass niggas is probably gonna do more damage to his brand in the long run than 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 good. That's why he jumped in the gospel wave, which I respect as a as a business move, because that's, hey, honestly, that's been his that it was way more solid than the shit that he was doing before with the big Roblox video. Like, what the fuck was that shit? I don't know, man. The whole year, that, that whole thing has been fairly has been a, as far as what I can see has been a fairly consistent evolution. Feel me? From Yeezy to saying that he's better than Jesus, to, it's all it all seems like a quite. A logical progression from his his point of view. I I really don't think he did that well, that shift. Uh, okay. No. Well, I, I think it's all his descent into madness. Really. There. I mean, to go from Jesus walks on your launch to Jesus is king now. To say that there's not a progression there would be crazy. You're absolutely right. There there has been a trajectory for his for his um content along that path. For sure. And so, yeah. I think his psychosis evolved along that path as well. Yeah. Man, there's so many. I can only imagine. You know, like, after watching that Britney doc and seeing how how difficult it is for these um, superstars. Because they're superstars, right? Like, Kanye is a superstar. Britney's a superstar. These aren't Absolutely. just, like, These are people who cannot... People go to some place without shutting it down. You feel me? Like, they can't go to, like, oh, yeah, it's Kanye who's at a gross... They can see how quickly people find out that Kanye's at a store and people don't crowd the fucking store and make it inaccessible. Crazy. But, yeah, so there's there's something that has... There's a there's a weird interplay between the, the, the celebrity, their inner circle... And then the the feedback they get from their fandom, mm-hmm. like that shit fucks with people's head in a weird way. Yep. And 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 I for me, there's two constants and one one variable in that. The celebrities generally are just people, and the fans are generally just people. It's the inner circle that tends to switch out and. If you don't got the right personalities in that inner circle, yep. boy, yo shit's fucked yep. up. That's the pivotal. And to me, I don't know. I've never. I'm not even anywhere near that. So it could be something else. It could just be the nah, individual. That's it, man. But it's it the feels like the inner of the circle people around you. If you allow some fucking, if you allow the people around you to get in your ear and tell you what you want to hear, as opposed to the truth, then it leads you down. It leads you to doing stupid shit. And it's also like the 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 feedback loop of them feeling like they're fucking larger than life and they like that's another real is the ego man it's the ego and not being able to be like oh maybe i was wrong maybe mm. i didn't do that correctly 
Maybe I'm the one that was being an asshole. But you know, honestly, and, it's and that's when their ego that's gets important. so big they can't recognize that shit, and then the people around them feed into that. That's something that that is a main part of wisdom is being very quick to assess. Wait a second. Am I wrong? And being open to that genuinely. Mm-hmm. I usually start moment. from, am I the fuck up? I usually start Thank right you. there. But no, and that's my <clears> point is how do we get there? Because I, I absolutely, and that's in Carolina, she, me and her get into this all the time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I started from the point of, could I be wrong? Yeah. And I, I stopped and thought right about it. And then guess what? I assessed that, no, you're being crazy. That's why I've continued the conversation. Because if I thought that at any point I was fucking up, I lose all energy to continue. And and, and I can't I, even and I be defiant no when I know that I'm, oh, I'm no. wrong. I can't even be defiant. I don't even get. That's why I don't understand obstinance. It's <laughs> like oh, I no, realize I'm wrong, but like walk away. Bad. Just walk away. It's my bad. Let it ride. You know. But um, yeah. And so that is an important part of wisdom, and that's something that is a part of maturity that comes through dealing with real life situations where people who will not capitulate to you, yep. and they don't have people mm-hmm. who will not capitulate to them. Everyone capitulates. Have Jamaican though. parents where you start out, you're always wrong anyway. Even when, even when you're right, even you're when wrong. They didn't tell you that you weren't supposed to do that. You're still wrong for not knowing that you shouldn't have done that. How old are you that you didn't you know, know that? Me? Like, damn, nigga, but you still Should didn't I tell know me. better? Yeah. No, but it's like, How? and so yeah, it's important. The reason why I go on that little rant about about you know being able to identify quickly when you're wrong is is that yeah, that's not something that we start with. Little kids never start with the from the point of should I not be doing this? No, they just do it. And unfortunately, celebrities miss out on that part of maturity. Yeah, you know, you need to go through a, a life of of a little bit of self doubt, like, and that's the part of confidence <laughs> that people don't seem to get. Self doubt and confidence are not mutually exclusive. You can be very confident mm-hmm. and have doubted yourself. The confidence should come after you doubt yourself. Because guess what? If you work yourself through the doubt, the confidence is reaffirmed. But if you can't even work yourself through your own self-doubt, then then maybe this isn't, you know, the well-laid plan that you thought you had. <laughs> like lying that there's security guards outside your room waiting oh, to attack bitch. me. This bitch. <laughs> I don't know what she thought she was doing lying on the island like that. You feel me? That shit was crazy. But yeah, man. Um so yeah i i and yes that's me being fucking hopeful but i hope the best for kanye come on back we get we could use some more jesus walks nice it'd be nice to have some good kanye music yeah man because and 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 i only though the only reason why why i'm feigning this hope is because hopefully with the gap in his inner circle that will open up with them leaving hopefully you know of course that's his baby mama his children his family still part of their and I and I do show condolences because he evidently liked them to some degree. So at the, at the very least, it does seem like they were a family family. Yeah. And so I'm never going to be happy that his family is breaking up. But maybe there is a silver lining to this cloud and we can get some people around Kanye that can help him get to that mature state. Maybe him and Jay's relationship can be in repair. You know, I hope. And then, you know. Cause I, you know, I have my gripes with Jay Z, but overall, I believe he was a positive influence in his life. You know, and at this, that this stage in his his career, I don't think there's many other people who could relate to him. So, you know, I hope that you know something could happen there for him, and you know, maybe he can get back to making some sense. Maybe get him on some lithium. You know, I'm joking, but you know, if he if he does have 
serious psychological issues, then obtain some help. You know what I mean? Get consistent. Get a inner circle that is consistent enough around you who loves you. Because I'm sure, like, when it came down to, like, Kim holding him accountable for taking his medicine, because he is bipolar, correct? I believe so, yes. Yeah. That's what they've stated. That probably requires some upkeep and maintenance in terms of medication. And Kim probably was the kind of person to just then hire somebody to do it. And that's not what you need. What you need is people who love you, who are going Mm -hmm. to take the initiative. And yes, it would be awesome if we could live our lives and never have to need anyone to ever take the initiative in our own best interest. You know, but sometimes we need that. And I think we should normalize that. Because the more readily that people go into those situations and are willing to ask for help, it's a lot less struggle that goes on. A lot of self-imposed struggle. And so, yeah, man, you know, I got a lot of, yeah, I got a lot of hopes. Damn, dude, I don't know how I can manage to be so pessimistic and dogmatic and hopeful at the same time. Damn. But I guess I'm a, I'm a walking contradiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, uh, oh, I love that Skittles commercial. That shit is classic. <laughs> you're Scotch, you're, what are you, uh, what did they say? Yep, Scotch Irish. Scotch Irish. Oh, no, Scotch Korean. I'm sorry. Scotch Korean. That's right. Andy, the walking contradiction. <laughs> but yeah, moving on from that and some other uh, news. Uh, dude, so did you hear that there's new evidence in the Malcolm X assassination? Um, they found a letter. Well, they didn't find a letter. One of the officers involved left a letter that was to be revealed on his death about his involvement and a lot of the, the fuck shit that went on. And I was like, man... How are you going to leave the letter for when you're dead, bro? Because now that shit seems Oh, they're definitely going to do it. I, I trust all the people. I trust the people doing the assassination to reveal the truth once I'm dead. Solid the, plan, bro. And on top of that, it's like, that is such a fraught, uh, such a fraught topic that you know white people ain't going to believe that shit. You feel me? They ain't going to believe that shit with no corroborating witness. Nah, B. You did that shit to make yourself feel feel better. Oh, man. And you did nothing to actually uh, aid the case in fucking figuring out actually what ha- what happened. And that's messed up, man, because, yo, that man deserves fucking closure. Malcolm X, I believe, is one among many of assassinated black leaders that should get some fucking closure, man. And, and, and the worst part is, is that we know the closure is out there because these were assassinations that were perpetrated by the American government. So we know there's receipts to this shit. I mean, I feel like the only closure we need is just better treatment of black people in True. America. That would be, well, well, that would be, would that be I justice? Mean, we know, here's the thing about that, right? Um, I don't know. Pursuing justice for things like that, I don't think you're really ever going to yeah, get it simply because of the, such is the nature of the beast. They assassinated him for a reason. Oh, yeah. There's no justice for dead people. You feel me? They're not going to go back on that under any on any circumstances. Have they feel ever? Me? I don't think they've ever taken back a judicial killing. Or extrajudicial killing, or so like, feel me. Do do me one better, and how about you just stop being a dickhead to black people now? How about that? You know, and 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 the worst part is they can't even start from that. It's like, all right, guys, you know what? We're not going to give you any money. We're not going to do any of that shit. But at very least, we're going to stop being mean to you for no reason. All right, equality. Can we start there? Not even equality. Like we're not because equality would be like changing the whole system essentially because. (laughs) 
Like we have an entire <laughs> to make system. It equal, yeah. We gotta start from scratch. Well, well, well I just mean because our political system is so rife with gerrymandering yeah, it's and not, red it's line. not at all. Set you know up what for I mean? It. Like yeah. the, the the political malfeasance has spilled over into housing malfeasance, which has spilled over into you know what I mean see community malfeasance. Like it's just there's so many areas that are malfeasance up now is of, now the commonplace. Yeah, exactly. That's so we'd have to, and that's the only reason why I'm like, I don't know if we're ever gonna get equality, but like, can you just stop? Can you just stop? You know what I mean? Like, as as somebody who who grew up being bullied, no. a lot of times the person being bullied just wants you to stop. Like, yo, I could go on with my life if you would just stop being a dick. <laughs> yeah, and they but won't. see, I'm I'm of the firm belief that it ain't gonna stop until you make it stop. Mm. There is no a asking thousand them. percent right. And there that's, is no that's the asking them to treat you better. There and, and, is yep. every time you have to ask, you've already you, lost. You've lost one hundred percent because they already. The reason like why last week when you, you were mentioning is because um, they're bad people, and if they they see you asking as a bad thing, it's like, oh, me? if you need help, then you're clearly weaker and you deserve to be beaten up. And it's like, okay, your whole thinking is wrong. Yep. But yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? Last week Sorry. when you were mentioning fucking religion teaching people how to be submissive, the first yeah. thing that comes to mind is, blessed are the meek of the earth, for they shall inherit the earth. Bitch, where? Point to me right now a place on this planet where meek a- people... Especially because the rich are, are content with with ruining the climate and flying okay. to Mars. <laughs> But they were willing to but build the climate on here's Mars why I have before they no fixed the one faith on Earth. In that, right? Here's yeah. why I have no faith in that. We live in a capitalist society that cut corners in order to make shit the most effective. Well, not most effective, but in order to make shit most effective for their wallets, for, whom, yeah. for whomever is paying for Financial it. Financial experience. And that, there's just certain things you cannot cut corners on, no Absolutely. questions asked. Kind of like your fucking electric grid in, in Texas. Boop. You feel me? And if... I'm the type of person where if you've shown me that you can't do something like oh, that's a, yo, that's a segue right there on too. Earth, you can't do something as simple as maintain an electric grid where literally every other developed nation on Earth don't have that fucking problem. That's problematic to me in 2021. Absolutely, 100%. Super duper problematic. I, I, no, 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 no. What what kills me is that they have a they have numerous numerous scientific bodies doing studies on how bad it is, and you're still ignoring. You feel me? You're ignoring it and going on to that point then they did you hear what the texas electric companies had the nerve to do <laughs> no the people who actually maintain their energy oh yeah ended up getting fucked. charged surge pricing yeah because they're getting fucked with super like sixteen thousand dollar bills um, so this one dude had to use his uh whole guy had to use his savings and shit but bro, no fuck that shit nah fuck that b straight out straight up if there is a fucking storm that knocks out the electricity and through some grace of God, I keep electricity, and then the electricity company oh, yeah, has the, the nerve up. to send me a sixteen thousand dollar bill. Shut my shit off, nigga. Shut it off. Just shut it off. Cause I'm paying you. Never. Ain't you. you ain't I never seen that, buddy. Paying you. <laughs> I am not paying you. Not paying you. Not paying you. Never seen none of that money. You fucking crazy. Swear on everything. You fucking crazy. Arrest me now, because I will not pay you. That shit made bro, me, yo. It's literally robbery, bro. They're Dude. literally like, yo, yo, pay me extra money. Why? Because I, read, I said so. I read, I read that story in the it's morning, wild. and I had to walk away from my computer. It made me so fucking angry because there is nothing. And then these people paid it. Yeah, Some of that. these people paid it. Fuck all and I'm that. like, oh my god, your weakness is what makes this this country so bad. <laughs> the fact. You don't Fully have the fucking hitherto to put your foot down and say no. That yeah. is absurd. 
That is patently absurd. There was a fucking storm that knocked out your grid that you mismanaged. Because they, yeah, because and they fucking I get charged with surge pricing. Are you out of your fucking mind? And the fact that there's people stupid enough to just lay down and take that is why the system is always going to be. They, they just need a couple of people to do that to make it worthwhile for them mm-hmm. to fucking. Like if you if you are working in the billing department of a fucking electrical company and and an account comes to you that delinquent because I'm sure someone has to review because that shit because if you get a sixteen thousand dollar bill immediately you're delinquent you know what I mean like that's the you know you're immediately going to be put into a, a, a mode of accounting where it's like um you should probably check this it's a red flag and some human looked at that and said yeah yeah send them the bill I know what's going on. Like what the fuck is going on? Like, and and I only know that Late because I remember when I was in broke. Oakland. I was in Oakland, and I decided had the great idea that I was going to start growing in one of my apartments. And I went from having eighty five dollar uh, electrical bill to an eight hundred dollar electric bill, and they stopped my electricity. You know, because of fear of something was going on, and so it's a little suspicious. Somebody saw that. You know, they, 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 if you didn't know, there's no automated shutoff to your electricity. Someone has to disconnect your service and human has to do that. And so and I and I say this all to say that a human definitely looked at those bills and said that this was OK. Like, what's wrong with people? Like, who raised you? What is I mean, wrong with you? To be fair, you? the human reviewing that probably has absolutely no power to stop or change any of that shit. They probably has the ability to approve it or to forward it to someone who can. Well, okay, but they, they, somebody, what's what I'm saying? They forward it to someone. Like, at some point, somebody who had the authority had to look at this. Yeah, but also remember that that entire system has been corrupt for years. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, so, the Texas Energy Grid. So even if, it, even if there was someone to forward up, that person is also hella corrupt. Oh, yeah. The higher yeah, you yeah. go, the higher up you go in that scheme, the more they're aware of how fucked up it is. And so, man, I just, I was just so thrown by that, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. Um, that was an asides. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting about Malk, the the information about that killer. But I, I, you don't think it's going to come of anything, do you? Because they're trying to, his family's trying to get them to reopen an investigation. But I don't. I don't, I don't and what to get his money back? No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm going back to a prior topic. I'm off oh, to the Texas topic. We were talking about Malcolm X's um oh, family uh, finding uh. that letter. I mean, or that letter being released to his family, I guess. I don't know. I mean, personally, I feel like stuff like that's probably just going to reopen new wounds, bro. Because it's just, here is something, another reminder of the tragedy that doesn't really add, like you said, it doesn't add any closure. What is it doing other than stirring up old wounds? I feel the same way. Like, I honestly don't think that. Like if this I mean, dude's plan was shit. Who who's going to validate this? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like trash. black people are already dubious enough as it is of, of anything that has to do with people. Hey, buddy, who, guess what? We already involved. knew the cops was crooked. We knew your the cops were involved. You <laughs> your know your I mean? letter didn't help anything. Like you said, there wasn't any actual evidence. It was just one word of one dude against a whole department. Is probably going to be like that dude's full of shit. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of mixed feelings I mean, about if that. If y'all are really, really sorry about it, fucking pay us the fuck. Unless, but, you know, not for nothing, uh, especially these law enforcement agencies are really bad at being called out. And especially when you call them out with the truth, they tend to respond in like, 
Yeah. They go like a little ridiculous ham. ways. Yeah, they go a little ham for sure. They go ham, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm waiting to see. If it's real, they're law gonna, enforcement they're will immediately lash start out. violating his civil rights. Oh my gosh. They are going to they're going to they're gonna open the investigation and close it within three days and they're gonna say this was fake and you know what I mean? They're gonna say some wild shit like you know what I mean? And he was a he was a black nationalist, and he was part of BLM. And it's like, nigga, what are you Did talking about? Did you know about? that he was beating up his wife every day, all of his wives? All of Did his you w- know that he had seventeen wives? Did you know he believed in Sharia law? Like, what, the, <laughs> what are you talking about, nigga? But yeah, no, um, yeah, there's a there's you know, I'm interested to see the response because the letter. I don't know how much that's going to to move the the needle on on the discussion of what happened to Malcolm X and you know any of what what we we already know about him and his activism but yeah moving on from that biden boy this guy man whew, this country is a special kind of fucked it's a special kind of fucked because i'm telling you he, i i i'm predicting now so mark it down today um i don't think he gets reelected i don't get if you think he gets reelected and this is on the back of the fact that He's done nothing about the migrant children in cages. He's He was supposed to close down those detention facilities. And uh, I believe all he's done is move them to local facilities. But the kids are still detained. And it's like, yo, dude, like, you can't just change the name of the facility and act like these kids aren't being held against their will without being prosecuted for a crime. Like, they did no crime. And you've separated them from their families. And their families... Could be legitimate asylum seekers, but there's issues with the system. Like, you know, it's just a really fucked up, you know, uh, situation. And Biden was supposed to be rectifying this. That was supposed to be one of the big things. He signed an executive order about this within his first two weeks. And now he's starting to roll that back. He's rolling back on on student debt. That's out of the window. That's out of the... Yo, this nigga had the best quote. And she goes... So, uh, so he was in a town hall, and the lady goes to him. Um, so student crush- debt is crushing our 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 nation. You know, it's creating a whole generation of people who are moving into their career years with debt, and that's problematic because then they can't start families till later in life, and that has all kinds of ramifications for society. So, what will you do to end student loan debt crisis in this country? And his response was gay. So he goes. I will not end the student loan debt crisis in America. I was like, what? Like, he flat out said it to her face. Like, wait a second. Even if you didn't agree with her, you never, co- you know, seat your answer in, I will not end this crisis. Like, what? <laughs> You're the president. What crisis is there in this country that you should not be seeking to, to fucking avert or fix? This shit was crazy. So he's rolling back everything he said about helping student loan issues. Um, the minimum wage ain't changing. You know what I mean? Like they were talking about fifteen. Now they're talking about eleven, and then they were talking about twenty twenty five. Now they're talking about twenty twenty eight. It's like that shit ain't gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know how many. If the only promises that Biden keeps is putting black people and women and Native Americans and Hispanic people in places of power in the same neoliberal structure that has fucked this country over for how this long if that's his only promise that he keeps boy wait for super trump super trump is coming in 2024 dog it's gonna be ugly and it's gonna smash 
it is going to destroy Biden. It is going to destroy him. And I'm so scared because that's an ugly, that's going to be an ugly place to live. Like, I, I have issues sometimes going into predominantly white neighborhoods just because I don't want someone to call the police for no reason. Because they do that a lot. They do that if you're young and you're black and you're walking home from work from Walmart. Did you did you hear about that case that that situation? Yes, I did that fucking shit was crazy? And then the body cam footage was crazy. They were like, "We're trying to help you," and he's like, "Yo, I don't need no help. My house is right there. Leave me alone, please, please. I don't want to fucking talk to you. I don't want to touch you." She's like, "We're trying to we're trying to do a wellness check. Like, bitch, I am well. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. You're the one making me unwell right now. You know what I mean? Like that shit is, you know. So it's like, I'm I'm extra scared to see." Like, that's crazy. I'd much rather walk down the streets of our neighborhood where there has been a healthy amount of danger on the streets than I would in any white neighborhood. Any white neighborhood. You know what I mean? And so this country is going to get a lot worse, man. So, dude, that's why I'm glad that we've already started on that that path of that up and out in. Because... Let me yeah, tell you. You talk about next election. Like, I'm trying to be gone before they even announce who the fuck is running. The fuck? Oh, my goodness. I know. I hope to be finding that out from, like, uh, international terminal. <laughs> Some form of, of, of internet-based uh, uh, medium um, not, not seated in America. As a nomad, I tried it. Didn't work. Moving on. Bro, it's so bad. And, like, it's just, and the $2,000 uh, uh, relief checks... Now they're down to fourteen hundred dollars. Now they're down to twelve hundred dollars. And this is too. And this is almost March. We almost in March. We in March, nigga. We in March. No, we're not. We're in February. But still, we're close enough to March to where your bills are there. If you, if you, when it comes to bills, you better be getting your March bills together. You know what I mean? So like, you know, this guy is just talk about failure, failure, failure. And then you have the black punditry class that. That that helped elect him just floundering, 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 looking stupid in the face, looking stupid in the face because they, they supported this man wholeheartedly just to say by Trump when honestly, is this better? Is this not what we were going to get? And honestly, I think that Trump is the kind of dictator that would have given you that would have given you the 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 check for voting for for voting for him. I feel like Trump would have given you the check for voting for him. Still think it's better. You still think this is better? Fuck and, yeah. I, and 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 whoa 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 hold on let me let me just stop right here. I am not advocating for a Trump presidency. I am I I am purely postulating based on how bad the current situation is. But yes, you think it would be worse with with Trump? Fuck yeah. I think that we'd be. I think that at worst it would be the same. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I, I think Trump is definitely worse for sure. For absolutely. I mean, and, okay, if, COVID if for, response, yeah. If for okay. nothing else, his, if, if for nothing else, his presence and his divisive nature, absolutely. His complete unwillingness to attempt to do the job is a little bit problematic. Yeah, like, okay, because I'm trying to think. COVID response is one absolute way, like, I'm pretty sure Joe Biden would have done something better than him in COVID response because of lobotomized cockroach could have done more. Yeah, um, but outside of that, I mean, and I'm being realistic. Like, what else can we can we attribute to Biden? Like, I don't want to be overly cynical. Like, is there anything outside of that? And I, that's a pretty low bar to say that you know during a pandemic he would have tried to help people. 
I mean, I, I, I mean, look. And, 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 I look just conversation. To I'm me, just saying. I'm not I, I look like he's doing a, a work. He's look like he's doing work. But, you know, if you don't see it, you don't see it. No, but That's I'm saying, but like, okay, but what about on the major things? Like, of all, all of those things that, that he were promises he made. And some of them, such as the the, the, the immigrant children I mean, being reunited, it's kind of like that's a humanitarian. Any thing. politician, if you want them to do their job, you got to force them to do their job. That's how I see it. I don't see I don't believe anything any politician says. I believe if a politician says something, you got to stand on their neck until they do it. Mm, I hear you. I don't, but then you're just saying that there's just no way to to, to perform in America for an individual to influence American politics outside of elections because there's no way to stand in their neck. You know what I mean? Like because you need a galvanizing point. You know what I mean? Because that's important to me. So I mean, me, so I'm so not saying there's the, no way, cages. but there's no easy way. Yes, but okay. there's you could definitely organize to do it. It's just that there's a lot more obstacles to that. It's not as yeah. e- it's no way near. It's not easy. It's way easier said than done. Okay, organizing people to actually like look at look at the work that Fox News did in order to organize their base and how long it took for them to get where they are today. If you want to do something as effective as they do, you're going to need to inputting that level of work. True. So, you know, I mean, it's it's I don't I don't think the the shift is going Mm -hmm. to happen without significant work from a lot of people. And unfortunately, I don't see a lot of people that and also the thing is you also while they're doing that work you got to sell people on a dream you got to mm-hmm. sell people on a better america that they don't see yet or that they may not necessarily be able to create yeah, from you when you start aspiration somewhere in there and in order to keep those people maintained on that goal it's mm-hmm. very very difficult you feel yeah me? i mean because because based on 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 the, the subject at hand and, and, and I'm focusing here on on this particular point of like the the migrant children because I think that's the most egregious point. Um, I, I don't think that I, there's a very small constituency that supports it. You know what I mean? So the people are 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 pretty much in solidarity that we probably just shouldn't be separating children at the border. Politicians overwhelmingly stand on the position of. Border policy probably should not include separation. We should have border policy, but it shouldn't include separation. But yet there's no movement and and there's so whatever interest it is that is perpetuating this this, which is like the Robert Kelly's and the Madisons, the, the generals who were in Trump's administration, the ones who skedaddled, immediately went and got into reforming private prisons into detention centers for migrants. Those those guys. Those guys have such undue influence because those are the ones who are benefiting from this. You know what I mean? And so how do we mobilize against that? Because there's no political interface with them. There's nothing for us to do. And there's no way for us to stop them. Got to go after the money, you man. know. And so, like, at that point, there's as individuals, there's nothing we can do. And so our politics is fucked like that. And Joe Biden was supposed to mask that in some way. But he's done the complete opposite of that and, and, and exposed, like, oh, yeah— there's nothing that's going to stop these private prisons from fucking becoming detention centers for fucking migrant children. Even during a pandemic, there's nothing that's going to stop him because even though he said he would, the public wants him to. Politicians all agree that he shouldn't do it. He still won't stop it. You know what I mean? So he's becoming he's exposing some of these flaws and that's why I really do think that man, dude, 2020 folk going to be ugly. Yeah, man. That shit is it's hugely problematic.
But yeah, man, I wanted to, with that being said, I wanted to shout out Dr. Asatar Bear because on his YouTube channel, he recently um, did a reading of the Communist Manifesto, uh, which I, you got to read it. I don't care whether you like it or not. I don't care whether you consider communism or you think it's stupid or whatever. Read the Communist Manifesto because it is actually a really good piece of literature. Um it, and and it reaffirmed, and I was really surprised at how well I actually remembered the communist the communist manifesto from my original reading to, for, to my supplemental readings from ten years ago. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was a really great listening to him read it. It reminded me of how fucking sarcastic Marx is. Man, I, I don't know if that's like a Western culture thing, but like, like why would you be writing political economy sarcastically? Like, come on, bro, <laughs> like. Well, what is that? But it, it it is funny. It is funny because he always injects a little bit of humor into into what he's writing. Probably so that it's a little easier to read legally. Well, that's why they hired Not him. interesting. Yeah. So if you don't, just a little bit of history on Marx. You know, Marx was kicked out of the Communist League. He was not a welcome member to the Communist League. Uh, he was hired to write the Communist Manifesto, Manifesto because of his literary background and because he was the best writer available to them. The thing about communists and most uh, most of the communist leadership is that they were mostly uh, the proletariat. They were working people. They 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 didn't partake in you know the arts as much, and so it wasn't a many people among them that they would have wanted to represent them uh, in literature. And so Marx fit the bill, and so they hired him to write it. You know what I mean? It wasn't just Marx's communist spirit welling up and being expressed through his pen. No. It was a job, and Marx was notorious for always needing money. And so, uh, yeah, he you know he wrote the Communist Manifesto as as a as a literary piece. And so, always keep that in mind when you think about Marxism, the Communist Manifesto, and political ideology. But um, yeah, the, the sarcasm was was next level. But also, people who idolize the Communist Manifesto clearly don't understand it because there was no solutions oriented discussion in the communist manifesto whatsoever the communist manifesto is just marx's detailed description of the of the relationship between the bourgeoisie the proletariat and what he sees as the coming revolution that will arise from the contradictions of the relationship between the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. There was no solutions. There was no organization. There was no, The Communist Manifesto is probably one of the least revolutionary, revolutionary documents that I've ever read. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and, and once again, I'm giving hot takes today. If you read the Communist Manifesto and you think it's revolutionary, then you don't know what fucking revolution is. The Communist Manifesto is a great piece of literature that describes very accurately, I might add, a certain point in history that describes the 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 historic circumstances and the ideology the ideology present but it is not revolutionary it does not provide you any answers it doesn't provide you with any paths to victory it just says that here in lies the problem you might want to attend to it before it destroys your entire system that's it <laughs> that's it and so i highly recommend read the communist manifesto 
and understand the Communist Manifesto. It's not going to give you any particular uh, insight into what to do, but what it will help you do is properly analyze the forces at hand so you can make wise decisions as an individual. Because we don't control, well, I say we, I don't control any of the, the levers of power. So I just have to find ways in which to move within this system the best that I can. Be the best individual that you can in a system that itemize, that atomizes you, you know? And so, yeah, I, I just wanted to give Dr. Bear a, a shout out because I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed his reading and he inserted a few footnotes as well to help clarify some of the stuff that was going on as well as the footnotes from the, the writing itself. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up on that. Thank you for joining us, guys. Really appreciate you. Hope you enjoyed. You can follow us on the social media. You can find me on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at uh, Home Heron. And catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. And always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Take it easy. <laughs>